Hello, hello. Welcome back to Channel Chat Podcast. I am Carolyn Healings, your host. And in this episode, it is designed to be an interview, but a little different type of an interview. It is going to be a channeled chat flow where myself and the one getting interviewed is going, we're going to be in a flow of our mutual channel and talking about how the person I'm interviewing tunes into that channel, how it's unique to them, how it helps them be a vessel for their business, for their creativity, for their family relationships and all aspects of their life that they love and why that channel, why that vessel, why that flow is so important and how they access it. I think it's so crucial that we have multiple different teachers, multiple different mentors, and hear from multiple different people in their own journey, because not one single person is going to have all the answers. In fact, you are the one that has the answers. So the invitation and reminder to you is to have discernment, receive what you need and leave what you don't. Know that whoever is being interviewed, you might connect with them deeply and you might not connect with them, and that's okay. Have that discernment. Take what you need and leave what you don't. And may you flow with those listening divine ears wherever you're going today with a little more peace for your mind, love for your body, and strength for your soul. Hello, welcome back, y'all, to episode... I think we're on episode four of season two. Yes, and we're here for our second channel chat guest interview flow. And today we're flown with a divine being, Nikki Gomez. I'm so excited for y'all to tune into this conversation, this flow, because Nikki and I really just bounce back and forth. It's a, such a divine conversation of synchronicities. I have never actually met her. We connected in a Facebook group. And talking to her, it felt as if we were just in a room together, just chatting with some tea. Um, So, so stoked for you to hear about Nikki's upbringing. She was raised without religion, but had an innate knowing of her spirituality. And she had some, some deep childhood experiences that were filled with frightening paranormal encounters and violent personal family traumas. She would often choose to pray to her angels for help protecting her and guiding her. Over the years, she began to realize all of her prayers were being answered, and this confirmed her belief in Source, God, and angels. And then back in 2014, Nikki suffered a life-threatening aneurysm, sparking her spiritual awakening. In July 2017, Nikki was certified as a first and second degree angelic Reiki practitioner. She currently lives her life pursuing all of her career and personal goals. She makes her living as a photographer, model, coach, and angelic Reiki healer. So sit tight, sit back, have that discernment, have a little fun, stay in your power, and enjoy our flow, enjoy our conversation. You will be invited at one point to participate in a guided healing for a collective space, and it is your choice to participate or not. You'll know if it's right. If you don't want to participate, you can just receive in that space. I look forward to hearing from you. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review, and enjoy. Hello, hello. Let me get my screen sharing set. Oh my gosh, I'm loving the vibe of this music though. I know, it's so peaceful. (laughs) In the background, it's a new artist I found. His name is Face Soul. It's one word. I legitimately went and looked at the legal legal rights of just playing his music in the background and shouting him out. I like, can't figure out how to do it. That's legal. So I just keep telling people when I do my interviews, I'm like, hey, everyone go listen to Face Soul. I will be now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is like the stuff I sleep to. So right? Yeah. Super just uh, zen, high frequency just wraps you up, swaddles you up in sound. 
right? <laughs> it swells me up in goodness. <laughs> yes. Well, hello. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I just want to make sure I'm my good. phone's off. I'm good. Yes. yes. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. I'm so excited for this weekend. I know I have so much going on and it's okay. going to be so much fun. Good. Yeah. Yay. Um, okay. So I just want to give you like a fresh little what this what channel chat is um, so that you feel safe and to just flow. So I have about three questions that I will ask. It's the same three questions that God was like, here are these questions, but let them take it wherever they want to go. Cause the intention is whatever comes up, wherever we flow is what is needed for our listeners. Um, what's so fun about this is sometimes you'll go on what you think is a tangent, but it's actually not a tangent. And then I will receive like, Oh, that brought up this, this, this. And then you might be like this, this, this. So it's this like beautiful <laughs> divine ping pong flow. So that's, yeah, that's basically it. And we just flow. <laughs> I like it. I'm ready for the flow. <laughs> Yay. Cool. All right. Well, hello. Well, I guess we'll just start right now. Um, everyone listening, welcome back to Channel Chat. You know me. I am Carolyn Healings. Just a reminder, have that discernment. Take what you need. Leave what you don't. Nikki, I typically do my main intro, like I'll read your bio at a different recording. I like to just flow right into it, but we are here. I'm so excited to be talking to Nikki Gomez. Um, I posted something, and I think it was FEMS. Yes, it was FEMS, which is a Facebook group of women, female entrepreneurs, and I don't think I've ever posted in there, ever. And I was wanting to connect with women who have a divine channel, who are connected in a way and utilize that connection in their family, in their business. But I wanted it to be different than the coaching industry or different than just your regular healer or whatnot, but someone that uses this connection for the betterment of their family, the betterment of a business or environmentalists, like so many, there's so many different uh, avenues that aren't just the spiritual mentor or teacher. And Nikki's message on my post just lit up. It lit up because you'll hear why in a second, <laughs> but I'm so stoked. Also, Nikki, this is how amazing divine synchronicities are because I was talking to a woman yesterday. I was connecting with her, uh, a friend of mine connected us and we're chatting and she asked me about my podcast and I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing with my podcast. I'm so excited. I'm interviewing a woman who's like connected in her channel, feels comfortable saying she is a channel and a vessel and she's also a model and a photographer. And the woman goes, is it Nikki Gomez? I was like, what? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, her name is Deborah. She works for Fearless Communicators. She saw either you guys connected or it was a panel that you were on. She's also lives in New York, I think, or maybe Australia. I know she's Australian. Yeah, it, was like, it probably was a panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was like last. She like saw you in a panel, I think, last month. Just divine synchronicities. So, anyways, without further ado, Nikki Gomez, here you are. I would love you to just welcome yourself, introduce yourself, yeah. give your blurb, however you want it, and. Yeah, well, I, thank you so much for that beautiful like background information and confirmation from the universe. That's just so wonderful. <laughs> um, I love how things work like that. Um, so a little bit about me. I am, uh, wow, I'm a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I am a native New Yorker. Um, and growing up in New York, I actually had kind of a traumatic, traumatic childhood. I was kind of in the middle of the war on drugs type of, yeah, uh, time period. And my family was directly affected. And during that time, I was also having all of these paranormal experiences that were inexplicable and I could not understand them for the life of me. Yeah. Um, so I kind of filed things away and as I got older, they kept coming back. And so yeah. it was no longer this thing that I can kind of like gaslit myself about and say, yeah. Oh. Oh, it was just when I was a kid, I had a crazy imagination or no, they kept coming up in my twenties and then my thirties and now my forties. And so it's something where I had to, at some point stop and, and, and look into further. Um, and just on the professional side, I am a professional photographer. I've been doing that for over 16 years, as well as a plus size model, which I've been doing for 18 years now. Um, and it's funny because even in my photography, I've been using my intuition and my intuitive gifts. And so it's been a great outlet for that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I have a, uh, a client who's a photographer right now and we're working on just 
that of how to actually like own that intuition within photography because yeah yeah it just it just makes sense well you kind of answered one of my first questions which was um how how did you realize you could channel and it sounds like you had you were something was happening in your childhood that was very clear, but then it kept happening as you grew up and it came to a point where it's like, yeah, actually, I should probably look into this a little more. So could you tell yeah. us a little more about that? Um, I didn't mention this before, but a lot of my listeners, what I like to empower them in is like, we all are channels. And that's why I love having a diverse group of people that come in and say, this is how I have connected because how I connect is completely different probably to how you connect. And yeah. when people hear how other people have heard voices or seen things, they then get to validate their own experiences. So that's why I love asking this question. So yeah, how, when did question. you realize? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for a long time, it was more like, oh, these are just weird things happening to me. Right. And the more that I tapped into my actual talents, like things that I use my actual physical senses for, the more I started to make the connection because one thing I realized, and I, and I hope that like, I help people see this too, is that any intuitive type of gift that you have comes through your physical senses. So whatever physical sense that you develop the most, that's the sense that's usually going to tap in and show you something that's a little bit beyond, you know, the norm. And so for me, um, I've always been an artist. So even before I was doing photography, I was drawing, I was singing. And so I was developing those senses very early on. And so it's not surprising that when I was young, I started to audit like audit sorry, clear audience, started yeah. hearing um, spirit. And I started like sensing that around me. And then with that would come imagery. And so as my photography skills developed and I did that more often, I started seeing flashes of images. Yeah. Um, and so, and it would be like pictures, you know, sometimes they're black and white, sometimes they're color. Um, and also being an artist, I'm also just highly intuitive and empathic. Um, yeah. And so with that empathy and that empathic ability, not only was I now seeing pictures and possibly hearing things. And now I was also feeling things. Yeah. And it's to the point now where as a channel, I can feel the, the energy in the room shift as far as what energy is entering the room. Um, when I'm doing my channel work with Archangel Michael, for example, which we'll get into, I'm sure more later, um, I know his energetic signature. Like I know what he yeah. feels like when he's around me. And so it's almost like we just have like a dialogue and, and chit chat for a bit. Ooh, I love that. I just got a whole bunch of that's I'm excited to come back to that because I also like can kind of just be like Archangel Raphael and I just feel but I have never been able to like I just like it's just a knowing that happens and we'll circle back to that because I really <laughs> really love that. Um yeah, so I love this connection of the physical senses because that makes sense. I am a, a licensed massage therapist, so I am also very empathic. I can feel mm -hmm. also when the room shifts. And as a child growing up, like, I also grew up in an alcoholic household where it was like, I needed to know if shit was going to hit the fan. Yeah. I need to know. And so I know when I go into a room, I, in a concert, I know what's going on with pretty much everyone. <laughs> yeah, be, same so draining mm -hmm. it can be so draining and if you don't know you don't realize and I also I don't know if this happened with you I thought everybody experienced life that way I did too it wasn't until like 2015 2016 that I started <laughs> to even understand that 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 wasn't the case yes, right? same. <laughs> like, doesn't everybody feel everything like no <laughs> right right and like wait you don't get images of this person's life when they when you see them what exactly you don't know their whole life story instantly what that's just normal <laughs> right right and I think that that specifically I think is turned on and, and a woman I was connecting with um in my interview recently we talked about the imagination and it sounds like you've probably had a very strong imagination and we're continuously connected to that inner child and childlike sense and so I know that for me as well, that is why my gifts stayed like pretty close to me. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people's gifts get, or abilities, I go back and forth between gifts and abilities. A lot of people's abilities get cut off because they shut down that child like within them. They shut down their imagination, right? But those of us that have kept it alive, it's, it's almost like we couldn't run away from it. We couldn't cut it off. It was going to come at us. So if you're listening and you're like, wait, I want that. Tune into your imagination. 
go play with the fairies in your garden. Go make a fairy house. If you're even if you're 35, 40 years old, go do it. <laughs> yeah, you just touched on so many things that just like gave me chills and tears in the back of my eyes. Like the gift abilities, right? The gift yes. abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and the imagination connection is very strong. Like I was that kid that was scolded for daydreaming, right? Yeah. So it was often like, stop daydreaming, be present. You know, I was also as a as a young child, I didn't talk very often. Like I only talked to my mom, um, Mm -hmm. until I was like six or seven. Like it was just like me and my mom and me drawing or daydreaming or singing or something. It was never really like a, a little kid running around talking to everybody. Um, and that daydreaming thing is our imagination. And that imagination is the thing that instantly connects us to our gifts or our gift abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I coin that word now for you. Gift ability. Gift ability. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is the thing that really, once we start trusting that and, um, not constantly knocking it down, right? And saying, yeah. it's just this, or it's just that, or maybe it's this, instead of just saying, you know what, that is what it is. What I feel and what I see is probably what I, what it is. Um, and accepting it. Yeah. The, yeah. More, the more than you can tap into more of your gift abilities, the more you can trust. Um, and then one more thing before I forget, yeah. you brought up um, being a child and going through your experience with alcoholism, alcoholic parents, I went through that with drug addicted parents. And so so what, what happens is, and, and I've heard this brought about when it comes to empaths before, mm-hmm. is that our nervous system is actually kind of um, jarred. And so it's kind of hardwired to sense things that are beyond our normal perception, um, mostly like for protection. Yeah. Um, and with that, we continue to develop our empathic abilities as we grow older. Yeah, totally. Hit the nail hit the hammer on the nail, whatever that nail on the head. head. There we go. Yes. That's when I realized like, Oh wow. My empathicness is also a trauma response. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And, and, and I've met so many empaths that had yeah. such a similar type of experience. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I used to uh, lead empath empowerment <sighs> courses and workshops and stuff, but I've sh- shifted away to just hold the space for everybody because everybody's really empathic in one way or another, They're especially millennium, <laughs> millennium era of, of our generation. Um, but so something's coming forward. Hang on. This is something that has continuously happened. And I love to share something else that I do, Nikki, is when I like lose my channel. So sometimes I'll lose my channel if I have an intrusive thought or mm-hmm. if I feel like I am not in control or worried about not being in control. When you're in channel, you're not in control. You're supposed to be just Mm -hmm. letting it through. So I like to speak this out so that people feel comfortable. So that just happened to me. So I like to take a breath and kind of move my body around. Also me speaking it out helps it like get out of my space. I'm also in a safe space because this is my freaking podcast. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) 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 And God knows that it happens because I'm supposed to talk through it so that anyone listening, like, just because you have a channel doesn't mean it's like perfect. It's not supposed to be perfect because we are a spirit in a human experience. Um, love that. The first interview I did, literally the woman got cut off from the thing from the, and I was going to like, I, I want my ego wanted to end it so badly, but spirit was like, nah, just hold the space, hold the space. Hold the space. So I was like talking it through. And then she came back on a couple minutes later. And it was so clear that that's why it needed to happen. So Anyways, we flow with that. Um, this is a great segue to my next question, which is how do you know your channel? And do you call it channeling? Because like you heard me say, I say gifts and abilities. I kind of go back and forth. And the reason I do that is because sometimes the energy of the word gifts makes gives people that like ego, like I'm better than others. So I interchange gifts and abilities. Um, so I'm curious if you call it channeling. I had a woman say she calls it in flow just so I I understand your... Yeah, I call it channeling. (laughs) Cool, cool. So yeah, how do you know you are channeling? Such a good question. And and it is hard to describe because it is a different... It's a a different way of, I guess, moving through the world. Um, So for me, I know I'm channeling when I, one, surrender. So it's not, it's no longer about like, like you said, like, want to sound perfect and make sure that it comes through and make sure I'm, I'm being articulate and all of that. Like, it's almost as if that part of that analytical part of my brain shuts off. 
Um, And it's like my mouth opens and words come out. So it's almost like I'm, it's almost like I'm not really in control of all of the thoughts and like what comes next. I just allow whatever's supposed to come out, come out. Um, And I do prepare myself for that. Like, so I do talk to my guides and my angels and I say, you know, whatever is meant, I did it for today, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever is meant to be said um, and meant to come out and resonate with those that are listening, please um, feel free to use me as that vessel. Feel free to release my control and let it come out. And so that's what I do. And that's what I'm doing now. Right. So I'm not really thinking about everything I'm saying. I'm just letting the words lead the way um, and trust that it is right. Yes. Oh, I love that. That what that brought forward is kind of like an example I'm seeing to, to share with listeners is especially if you're in a conversation with like, I'm thinking of like a best friend or a friend that's just like, you just die hard and something about it being like late at night sleepover kind of energy, right? Seeing the same thing in my head. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know what? Before you even, I just wanted to say like that, those moments before I knew I was a channeler and before I even got into like this um, acceptance of this knowledge, I remember so many times talking to my best friend Mm -hmm. and um, offering advice on situations. And for some reason, these, this wisdom would just pour out of me. And it was like, I didn't even know I said it. And so yeah. she would say, Oh wait, what, can you say that again? I'm like, no, I have no idea <laughs> who was talking, but I'm glad that it helped you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's that knowing it's knowing that it's not really yeah. you hundred yeah. percent, like you're present for it, but you don't really control what's coming out. Yeah. It's, it's, and you know that that's happening, especially when you're like, I have no idea what I just said. Yes, exactly. So no, I can't repeat that, but let me like, sometimes I can sometimes get it back, but rarely. And that's, I love this. Okay. I'm going to asterisk y'all. This is what I'm talking about. This is the channel of flow. Both Nikki and I are in a flow. Our spirits are supporting both of us and our spirits are communicating with both of each other. Like it's a ping pong flow happening. So that's that, that experience when you're, especially with someone that you trust, that you care, that you know, will receive you with open arms, whatever you say, where there's that full safety to just share. You know, I know you can think of times where that has occurred for you, even if it was when you were really young. And now my, my ego's like, are you sure there's some people that may not? It's okay, ego. The right people will hear it. All good. It's okay. When you're in that flow with the friend, it's like, just that bouncing off of idea from idea from, from this to this. And it's especially in, it's a very more, it's a more feminine energy because the feminine energy is that of surrender, that of trust, that of receiving, that of, of not being linear, but rather like cyclical, rather like from here, maybe here, there and everywhere. And then we land back. That's why in my spaces, I'm like, if we go on a tangent, we're supposed to go on a tangent. We're cool with it. Like, yeah, it's, it's a back. nurture, it's a nurture energy. Yeah. So, so it, it is very feminine in that way. Like it's almost like, especially just using the example of like giving advice or guidance to people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in that nurture flow that words just come out and, yeah. Um, I like to think of everything in, in the way of energy, right? So yep. if if you're new to this space or this work, it's very helpful to realize that it's really matching an energy mm. um, and energy with empaths is also emotion, right? So they're tied mm. together. And so what you and I are doing right now is we're literally in the same vibrational energy, which is why we can share images and we can share, you know, um, visuals and, and words because we're feeling the same vibration, even though we are distances apart, you know, we we're sharing that time and space right now. Um, so it's almost like nothing else is around. We're, we're just in our own little bubble vibing off the energy. Yeah. Ooh, I love how you just, just like wrapped that up in a nice little gift basket with a nice little bow (laughs) on it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That, and like that, that it brings up this next piece that I'm seeing is, that's why being in energies. Oh, interesting. 
So sometimes <laughs> I need to go to a coffee shop because everybody in the coffee shop is working. And that helps me be, get into that same flow. So those yes. of you know, I, I've, I've led leaders co-working spaces and it's literally the same concept of, um, especially if you're neurodivergent, having a vortex of energy where people are, are moving in their own unique flow that then we can all like plug into the collective energy and that collective flow. Mm. You just reminded me something so, so, so helpful at this time, because I, you know, as an entrepreneur and someone who is working remotely, essentially, I, and a Taurus, I tend to- Happy birthday! Thank you, May 10th! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay, I wrote that down so I remember. (laughs) So I, um, and it's a big one for me, I'm excited, but- um, I tend to stay home often because I like my comfort and I like yeah. my own energy and my yeah. place and all that. But, you know, there's times where as an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes abundance stalls. Yep. And yep. so I, you just remind me, I have to get out and go to like a co-working space or something yeah. <laughs> just so I can like kickstart that energy back up. Um, but you are so right. I even use that energy um, and flow idea for when I'm trying to tap into something that I'm struggling with, for instance. Yeah. So I can feel the energy of different cities and different places. And so yeah. I actually channel that energy yeah. when I need it. Um, so being a New Yorker, I know what that feels like. I, I remember the hustle and the grind as if I'm still there and I'm in Tulsa now. So in Tulsa, it's a different energy. It's way more calm. But when I need that entrepreneurial yeah. energy and that hustle and that grind, I channel New York energy in my body and that motivates and matches for me. Um, when I need escape, I think of Carlsbad and, and the ocean. And I was, you know, in California and I was just, I was there before I came to Tulsa and I channeled that energy. So it is a constant um, practice yeah. to pull in those frequencies when you need them. And as yeah. an empath, it's very easy to do that because you can yeah. remember what it feels like and embody it yeah. um, and use it to your advantage. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I needed that. So I live in San Francisco and I don't like it. And it has to do with the energy. And I remember I lived here early in my early 20s and then I moved to Oakland. I liked Oakland energy. Um, but I'm back here for, for other reasons. And that it has been really, that I've been dreaming of just chill energy that like my, I feel in my body, I'm supposed to be in a more slower environment, but I can always channel this. Like I can get into this. I've grew, I've, I've deep, deep roots. I'm six generation San Franciscan. So it's here in my body, but I am tapped out of this energy here and I love that you brought that in this is also funny because I have a friend who's going on a a retreat in I can't remember where but I asked her like you can tune into the energy before you get there and kind of like start receiving it now even if you don't know what it is and how I had guided her through it I was like what comes to mind when you think of this place and she was like I don't know I was like well when I think of it I see like a camel it has nothing to do with camels and (laughs) I see the color pink and I want to eat uh, a big thing of bread and my tummy gets like warm and fuzzy. Like it has nothing to do with the actual place, but that's just what my person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is receiving. So I don't know if you have any, <laughs> if you tune into stuff like that too. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Well, and, and then it's interesting you brought that like up about doing it before you even get there, even if you don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So when... I found out, so I'm, I'm in Tulsa because I was accepted to this um, remote program that basically mm-hmm. pays people to live here for a year. Um, and I, when I applied yeah. um, and then I didn't hear back, I was like, well, I'm going to channel the energy of California because that's where I want to be. And so I brought myself to California, but then I heard back from this program four days into California and thankfully I didn't have like a lease or anything yet. Yeah. And I was told, you know what, odds are good. You're going to get it, but we can't, you know, confirm yet. Okay. So I was like, this is what I want. I want a fresh start. I want to see what Tulsa, Oklahoma is like. It's a great opportunity. And so what I did is I started looking up images of Tulsa um, and I made them my screensaver and I made them my, my background on my phone. And I did all of that to manifest 
the energy of Tulsa so I can be here. And yeah, yeah. lo and behold, I found out I was accepted. And like my first day walking around downtown Tulsa, I walked in front of the very building an image of what I had on my phone as my background and it was confirmation it was like okay I manifested this I matched this energy and brought myself here and so it is totally totally possible and doable yeah oh I love that thank you for sharing that something uh, something's coming forward and I want to just like hold space for it and ask and if it's not aligned to flow there we won't flow there, but it kept, it came up at least three times. And that's why I'm not, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll shut my ego up and ask, how is the energy in Tulsa just from the historics, the deep, like fucked up stuff that has happened in Tulsa? How is that energy? Cause I have this sense, I'm getting this experience of like, you are really holding a big healing energy. I almost wanting to cry actually. Like, too. You just made me tear up. Stop. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know what this program is, but the fact that it's bringing people to hold an energy of healing is like, just really, yeah. I feel it really deeply. You know, <laughs> the funny thing is, so I hadn't heard about um, the massacre um, uh-huh. until maybe 2019. I think I was watching Watchmen or something. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, I was like, oh, they made this up. And then I was like, wait, that really happened. So. And I didn't know any, I didn't know I was going to live here then. I didn't know anything. Um, but I felt this um, huge sense of like, I need to hold space for those souls. I need to heal, you know, even if it's part of me and, and something in my ancestry, which I, I have a lot of questions about, um, especially the, the African-American side of me. So I, I felt like I had to hold space. But I didn't know I was going to be brought here. And so when I found out, I actually made it a point to pick a building that was here then to live in. And I am probably a stone's throw away from Black Wall Street, from Greenwood. Um, I can I can pretty much walk out of my building and be there in about wow. three minutes. So, so that was very important to me. And um it's interesting you even bring it up because there's several people in this program who I've connected with who feel like we have to hold space and energetically heal the area. Um, a lot of what happened here, I'm not going to say that it necessarily is still being covered up. It, it's it's out now. People know. Um, but there isn't a lot of action around healing Mm. that wound it's more about oh yeah okay we know so we're gonna Mm. you know put up pretty banners around the city to remind people that you know this happened here and we're we're not okay with it and we're going to develop certain things um but the actual trauma of the experience still exists very much in the earth here um and so when I came here I kept getting this visualization now as a healer I do angelic reiki so as a healer my hands get hot and I keep visualizing a group of healers here uh, sitting in the ground and pressing our energy, our, our hands into the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sending light and so much love and to hold space for the trauma that exists. And I am excited to even think about facilitating that right I haven't put it into motion I it it came to me the other day I was like you know this needs to happen around the end of this Mm -hmm. month because it'll be the 101 year anniversary um and and now I think that's that's probably going to happen because it feels like I was brought here for that so I do want to do that yes that's why it came up three times (laughs) thank you that was confirmation it was major confirmation for me wow wow are you open to taking a couple minutes and either you guide us or I can also hold that guided space and our listeners? Because what's so beautiful about just energy healing is like time is does, doesn't exist. Yeah. And so as you were talking, I was literally listening to you talk and I was holding like my spirit I was like, okay, hold your hands up. Like I visualized the healing going into the earth of Tulsa. And if you're open yeah. to guide us a little. I actually like the idea of you guiding it yeah. because it was brought to you. And yeah. so I, and, and it touched you so emotionally. I yeah. would love to, to have you yeah. guide that. 
Definitely. Oh, so cool. We haven't done this in our channel chat yet. I love it. This is why we just flow. Thanks, God. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, wonderful. All right. So if you are listening and if it is aligned, you can flow with us. If it is not aligned, you will know in your body. You will feel like, nope, that's not for me. So just trust that and accept that and let it be. And you can also just still listen. And if it is aligned for you, I invite you to just take a breath in deep into your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine. And then exhale out. Another deep breath into that root chakra, inviting in your grounding up from the center of the earth to wrap around your whole body so you feel safe and secure in this present moment and in your body. And then let your next breath come all the way down to your root chakra again with the intention to clear and balance and align each chakra as it passes through so that you are grounded and in an aligned, clean channel. And then with your next breath, breathe into your third eye chakra, which is your right in the middle of your forehead. It just helps clears your inner sight to truth. And then a breath at the top of your head, which is your crown chakra. And allow that to illuminate your divine frequency light, a tone of light that's unique to you and your connection to the divine, to your guides, to your higher self. And then let that light, just allow it to completely envelop you in a bubble of protection and enhancement. This bubble helps your energy stay with you and helps any energy that is not true to you to not enter your being. As we're all grounded, balanced and aligned and divinely connected and protected. Just go ahead and bring your attention to your third eye chakra. And using your actual physical hands, just invite them to rub together, activating your center points. Wherever it's comfortable to hold your hands outward, using your divine frequency light, that tone that was at the top of your head, I'm going to visualize that light at the center of your palms. Letting that light come from the divine, come from the source, not from you, but rather come through you. And let an image or an experience or a visualization of any ground, soil, earth in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let that come forward. And place your hands onto the ground. See your light enter into the earth holding the intention that whatever the earth needs, receives. If there's any blessings, love, or messages that you are being guided to share, you can whisper them or say them in your mind. Taking another couple moments. Let your hands come back. Rub them together to clear off any energy that is not your own, any energy you may have picked up. Allow a golden light from the top of your head stream down through your whole body, through your auric field, down and out your grounding to clear out any energy entities that are not your own. Clearing any cords as well. 
so that you are fully back in your body as you grounded, protected, enhanced, and divinely connected. When you are ready to come back, just gently take a moment and honor yourself, honor those of Tulsla, give any gratitude, and gently flood your eyes open and return. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for that. hold that for a moment longer mm. <laughs> I was really I don't know I don't have words <laughs> it, was, it was really good it's like I was literally in the field where I want to do it too so I appreciate that that was very very um affirming in, some, in so many ways thank you for that absolutely mm. Please keep me, I would love to know more about it. We can talk more offline, but yeah. yeah. And I'd love to share it with my, my community too. Mm. Well, lovely. This is so much fun. Now we can just keep to keep on flowing. Um, I feel lighter. I feel like I can just yeah. like float around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> love it. I know. Oh my God. So cool. So... I think I'm just getting to like, let's tune back into this connection with Archangel Michael that you have. Like, mm -hmm. tell me more about that. How do you know his presence or his, her, them? How do you connect? What is that for you? Hmm. It, oh, wow. It is like hanging out <laughs> with this just divine love energy. Um, you know, the thing is, so I work with angels with um, angelic Reiki. And so prior to even getting into angelic Reiki, I remember having a conversation with my bestie in New York and she was talking about angels and she was like, you know, someone told me once that once you ask your angels for help, your whole life is going to change. And I was like, and I remember, even though I've always been spiritual and honestly, if I look back in my childhood, I was talking to angels all the time and asking for help. Um, and that was confirmation for me, but you know, fast forward to adult Nikki, I was just like, yeah, right. Whatever angels, <laughs> you know, it was this whole like dismissive, um, mentality before I really got on this journey. And so there was one day where I was home and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try. Like, I'm just gonna call upon my angels and start asking for assistance. And Michael was the first person I called upon. And um, as soon as I called upon Michael, literally my whole world changed, my whole life changed. Um, I remember seeing flutters of light yeah. around my, my, my home. So I would wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes it would be like, there was like a light in my eye. Um, and I would be like, what, what is, you know, I can rub my eyes, like almost like you stared into the sun, but you didn't. I would yeah. rub my eyes. I'm like, what is that? And there would just be like this flash of light. It almost looked like not to make a weird comparison, but the movie, the ring, you know, that. Yeah. The, so it's like this, yeah. like, and that was more of like an evil light, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't want to mean evil, but like, yeah, it was like a, yeah. it's like looking at a solar eclipse, right? Yeah. This round light, and it would flash in my eye, right. um, and it was almost like my way, uh, or my higher self's way of saying, "Look, the angel energy is around you." Mm. And so I started to accept that, and then I would literally see physical lights in a room. And I was like, okay, I think I have to accept this is something yeah. too. Um, and then it started getting accompanied by vivid dreams of me having a sword. Um, and yeah. so that was probably one of the most powerful um, vivid imageries I had is I had this dream where I was in a space where there were a lot of people and the people, some of them um, were accompanied by a dark energy. So it was, you know, I don't wanna use any terms that are triggering, but it was a dark energy that was not high vibrational. And they were 
kind of puppet mastering the people in my dream. They were whispering in their ear and telling them things and people were then, you know, walking around doing things that were harmful to themselves and those around them. And at one point I, in the dream, reached back, grabbed a sword, pointed the sword at this dark energy and said, I see you, I know what you're doing. And, and, and I cast you out. And so I would like go around casting out these things um, from these people and it was confirmation to me that there was this energy of Archangel Michael with me um, and that I can call upon it whenever I needed protection or wanted truth. Um, and from there, it just multiplied. So in my life, when Archangel Michael comes around, when I, when we start hanging out, it does feel like, it does feel like that to me. We started just like yeah. hanging out and just like, you know, he wants me to know things. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's all thing I can describe is like this love and, and energy that's so much bigger than anything I've experienced here. And it's almost like this uh, protective parental figure. Yeah. Um, and it, it does feel more masculine. Um, not totally. that I want to assign gender, gender to high vibrational beings, but it does feel more masculine yeah. in energy. Right. Um, and it's comforting and it's all knowing yeah. and it is curated. So it's careful mm -hmm. The energy is very careful and curated. So it doesn't want me to know everything, right? Because it knows that that would be overwhelming mm -hmm. um, in my 3D life. But it lets me know what I need to know to uh, deliver information to the collective in a way that is comforting, in a way that is answering a universal question that everyone seems to have at that time at the same time. Um, and so that's what it feels like to me. It just feels like this loving, comforting uncle father grandfather energy yeah. yeah definitely divine masculine and i've my listeners have mostly should mostly know this from because i talk about it too it's like just because it's masculine doesn't mean it's man woman but there's an energy the energy masculine feminine energy is not gender so just preface that first and then this going back to where you said like you kind of had to accept it and like surrender to it we talked about surrender earlier too like Oh, that's life happening. Also, imagination. Like, did I imagine that? Or was that truth? And that's what can happen so often when people are, like, starting to open this gift. Or our angels and guides are, like, trying to get us to hear things. Like, no, that song did, didn't come on coincidence. That song came on as a message for you. No, that light was not in your imagination. That light was very curated for you. <laughs> so yes. no one else saw it. Trust it when that happens. Um... When I tune into Archangel Michael, and I don't tune into him too often, but I, he, Archangel Michael and Raphael are the archangels that I typically will work with. But similarly, is like it's this like masculine, divine masculine source of like protection, mm -hmm. and like I've got you, you good. And mine are also like he's my homie, like just says like God's my homie. <laughs> to like, hang out, it's like the it's like hey homie, <laughs> right, right, and. I feel like that can be almost scary for people to trust mm -hmm. because in the 3D space, in the physical world, that energy isn't always trustworthy, mm -hmm. especially if you have trauma. That energy can be like, um, what's your alternative motive? So if you're, if that's happening to you, like, just be aware of it. Just be aware of like, how much can you trust? What are, take little bites. Like they'll, your angels and guides are only going to work with however far you're able to go. Like, right. Like, I'm so glad yeah. you said that last part that, that really is it. Right. It's, it's almost like, um, you know, when you talk to mediums and stuff, you know, it's this thing where it's like your, your ancestors, your loved ones, they don't want to scare you. So like yeah. some people will be like, well, why don't they just show up and, and say, Hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still around because we'd freak out. Like there's, <laughs> There's only so much that we can handle. And so being that angels are this high vibrational energy, um, they know that it's very easy to jar us um, because we're so stuck in the 3D. And so they're going to come across um, as much as you're willing to allow. Yeah. Um, and so it's okay. Just like in life, you set your boundaries, you know, you right. say, okay, I'm ready for this or I'm ready for that. And I'm not going to yeah. do this and I'm not going to do that. No. And they'll respect your boundaries. Um, but the assistance will come as you need it when you ask. 
Um, and the asking is the most important part because of free will. They're not going to just come in and be like, you know, I'm going to rearrange your whole life. It's like, you didn't ask. They're not, they're like, you know what? Clearly you have more things that you want to learn or experience. And so I'm not going to interfere yet, but when you're ready and you ask, they will come as, uh, you can receive. Yeah, totally. And something I'm seeing to drop in is like, when you ask, ask with zero expectations and just see what happens. Cause I remember the first time I tuned into Archangel Michael, I think it was when I was getting Reiki certified and I just felt this energy and I knew it was different than the energy I experienced before. And it, the, when I say the energy it was like, like I'm feel Archangel Michael is like here right now. He's like, here, this is what it is. <laughs> thanks. Thanks friend. It's <laughs> like, it feels like I'm being held. Mm-hmm. And I also get like red tones as well. And yes, that might be because his images are typically red. And so that can be a factor, but it is just like, and also it's coming on my right side, which is masculine side, but there's, (laughs) it just feels like I'm being held and it's just being aware of subtle differences. So asking, calling on angels and being open to subtle differences, being open to being surprised miracles. Like uh, if you call in, this is, the Blessed Mother, Mother Mary's coming in. She's like, don't forget, say me. You call on the Blessed Mother, you might see a ladybug. Like, that's a very common connection yes. with her. And just, I'm try- I can't think of any other animals with Archangel Michael, but they, the, our guides talk to us. They don't talk to us in, in words. They talk to us in so many different yeah. ways. Yes. Yeah. And I think it also goes back to the senses. You know, it's whatever senses yes. you're developed with are going to be the senses that usually are what's tapped into the beyond of what we're used to. Um, so it's funny you bring up red. So when you said red, I was thinking like grounding. So it's almost like he's like, I'm here and I'm this high vibrational energy, but you're still, you need to be grounded. And it's okay because I'm going to bring in something for you that you need to ground, that you need yeah. to embody. Um, for me, I see a lot of blue when I'm yeah. with Archangel Michael so it's like that blue sword and it's just just vibrational energy of like blue um and also like since I'm also musically um you know into music and and I sing and I do all that like I hear sound frequencies so I can hear when the frequency shifts up in the room and it's not tendonitis or whatever they call it it is literally the sound frequency shifting and so I know when I'm channeling and I'm open uh the whole frequency is different in the room it's not what I'm used to being around normally so there's a lot of confirmations that they give you right 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 oh my gosh wait there's so many spaces I want to go and also see the time okay I'm like go there go there (laughs) okay let me see There's a question that I want to ask, but I'm pretty sure it is a self-serving question. <laughs> it, but and you know, it it's not at else. the same time. Yeah. It what was it? I was like, and it's not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's one of my questions that I typically ask, which is how does your channel support you in your creativity in life, your family relationship and business? But I feel like that has been kind of sprinkled in. So mm-hmm. if there's anything you want to add to that, that's one question. And then the other question, you mentioned paranormal stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, there's, we have nine minutes left in this flow. (laughs) That can go, that is a whole, I might need to book you again for, uh, for going to that. But I, any, any pieces coming forward to share with the the group? Because I know for me, it has never really like scared me like when my brother saw a ghost when we were younger I'd be like oh okay cool bye ghost like we don't need you in this room like he's older I'm younger but I was always like yeah it's just never and when I feel and sense spirits I'm like okay this place isn't for you here's the light like it's never really been Hmm. a thing for me but I was getting to to ask that yeah so as a child it was very scary I, yeah. I have very scary. Um, because I didn't I didn't know what was happening. Um and did you I, see? I didn't physical? see. Yeah. I, I felt, I heard, mm-hmm. um, and I lived in a haunted building. So yeah. so the thing with me is being a sensitive and realizing, learning later in life that I'm a natural medium. My mother was a natural medium, yeah. and so this is something that is 
very much in my heritage and I, and I do believe everyone can do it. Um, I just think that my switch went on very early and I had no guidance. So, so being in an environment where, um, I think that the entities that were around were feeding off of addiction. So they were, they weren't just like passing through, um, or like that show ghosts, uh, on TV. That's like, just like they're hanging out and they're stuck there. It was more like they were feeding. Um, and so the, the energy of fear, trauma, addiction was something that fed them and, um, me being sensitive, saw them and I think that they knew I was sensitive uh and so it was almost like they were like poking the bear they're like right. hey little girl you're 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 you know we're here and hey and like as someone who had no experience talking to spirits I didn't know what to even make of that um and some of my more scary experiences uh happened there and then what happened later on um as I got older and so Thankfully, the guidance of angels from when I was very young and talking to them and then calling on them again as I got older helped me discern what was happening and also make sense of it. And also now I'm not scared, right? So now I'm aware and I don't think that those energies are around me anymore because I raised my vibration. So they can't even really communicate in the way that they tried when I was little. so yeah, I think that if anything, if you do get scared, just know that one, they can't really do anything to you, right? So they have no physical ability to hurt you. It's not like the movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> and two, you can call upon Michael, you can call yes. upon your guides and your angels and they will kind of just, the best visual I'm getting in my head is like um, this like staff of light and then going yeah. whoosh, and then all the darkness, like kind of just moving away. And, and, you know, it's not to say that those energies are necessarily out to hurt anyone. Um, They're just not in the same frequency. So they really shouldn't be hanging around and your angels will make sure that they're not. Right. And they, I love that you said like, like they feed off of things just as they'll feed off your fear, off your worry, off your, like the spiritual school that I go to, like there's some that feed off of sugar addiction. Like it just, They're, and they're not necessarily bad. They're just doing their life's purpose, just as, like, technically the coronavirus is doing its life purpose. Yeah, I think of it like, um, you know, they're disembodied. So they're at a right. point where they're just like, I miss sugar and or I miss cigarettes or I miss drinks. And so they hang around people that are going to give into that um, and, and just give them the opportunity to experience that physical thing that they, they, they miss and crave and, and no longer have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hell yes. This is so much fun to talk about. Um, yeah. One last piece to close with that is you kind of said it as well. Like you can call in and Archangel Michael is like, if you can't think of anyone, think of Archangel Michael because that homie will do, can literally do it all. Um, and it's just about, I like to use like plugging into, it's plugging into that frequency versus the frequency of fear. So I even have my clients like visualize yourself unplugging from your fear, even if it's there just a little bit. And what would, what do you think? What can you imagine? Use your imagination is the energy and frequency of this badass angel who's coming here to stand between you and this entity and say, no, you can't fuck with him or her or they like, What's the frequency of that? Imagine what that could be like. And that is literally what can take you into that experience. So, yeah, I love that you put it that way. It's such a great visual. I always think of it also as like calling in the cavalry. It's like you're calling for backup. Backup is just waiting. They're literally standing by waiting for you to go, come on, backup. I need you. You know, we got a Bravo, right? Blasting light everywhere. And you're like, oh, snap. Okay, goodbye, darkness. You are not alone. You're, yeah. you're not. And it, it really is just them waiting to like help when you're ready. And so it's so important sometimes to realize you have that assistance. Yes, right. It's not you alone dealing with anything that's scary, either in the physical or beyond. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. This was so dope. Okay. Well, I love to end my little interview channel chats with three questions because I love Brene Brown and that's what she does. And I'm always going to say that I do that because of her, because I believe in 
uh, integrity in saying where I got things from. So Brene Brown, thank you if you ever hear this. Love you. Um, so three fast, quick questions. Um, one, what book will you always reread or re-refer back to? Ah, okay. I, I feel like I should have known this. Um, honestly, I, right now I'm reading a book called uh, Light Body, and I feel like I've been reading it for like mm-hmm. several years. Um, but it does it does talk about um, light body activation, and yeah. um, it's channeled. It's a channel text. So I think I've heard of that. Yeah. So it, I recommend that one. I wish I had it like next to me. I'd show you the cover. Um, another one that that, that helped just really quickly uh, yeah. <laughs> bring me online uh, and make raise my awareness is a channel text called Nasolar. Um, and it's from this channel in Brazil, uh, mm. that's super famous because of this. And he supposedly was illiterate and then he wrote this amazing channel text. So, uh, Nasolar. Yeah. Okay. Good. Ooh, cool. Thank you for that. Okay. Two more. Second one. What do you have to have easy access to? So your human form, what does your humanness need? I always need chapstick near me and I always need a bottle of water. <laughs> Well, I have a soda stream too. Um, <laughs> water, water all the time, every, all day, every day, sparkling yeah, okay. or not. Um, yeah, okay. I also do the chapstick thing and, and uh, lotion. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are the things that I love. Yeah. I love reminding everyone. We're, we're all human. We have human needs. It's okay. <laughs> and then um, this is also one to just help inspire people to stay in tune to their inner child. So what was your favorite game to play as a kid at recess or just general play? If it wasn't hmm. recess. I loved everything ghosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like scary things. I loved yes. scary things with my friends. Um, so, you know, we would like watch scary movies or um, so you watch, are you afraid of the dark I don't know how old you are but I I'm, I'm too movies. old for it okay, okay. <laughs> but it was like goosebumps and stuff when I yeah, was goosebumps yeah uh, so like goosebumps and I remember monster squad and yeah. like you know all of these crazy little things that came out in the 80s because that's I was an 80s yeah. baby yeah. but um yeah stuff that was scary and fun um and movies that was yeah. definitely yeah. my thing oh, I love that Ah, cool. Well, Nikki, this is now your time can take away just like plug whatever you're working on. How can people find you? What do you want people to know about where like, yeah, plug away. So my Instagram is at the Nikki Gomez, T-H-E-N-I-K-K-I-G-O-M-Z. And easy, and I'll sorry. Like it too. Yeah, thanks. And um, what I'm doing on my Instagram is I'm integrating everything that makes me me. So it's not just my modeling, it's not just my photography, it's my modeling, my photography, my interior decor, my healing work, uh, my channeling, all of the things. Um, trying to be an example for others to do the same. Uh, <laughs> and if you wanted to book an intuitive um, session with me, which I'm offering now. It just came to me recently to start offering, um, or angelic Reiki. You can go to Umas Gaia, Umas I believe, but just Google Umas Gaia and it yeah. should come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can book directly through the site. And if you're a model who wants intuitive coaching from an 18 year veteran, you can reach me at the Nikki Gomez.com. Love it. I'm definitely going to say, I have a friend, a few friends who are models. I'm definitely going to be like, go check her out. Good, because my coaching program, my summer session is open in July. So, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm really excited to share. There's one specific woman. I'm like, oh my God, you got to go check her out. Okay. Yay! This one is so amazing. This was, I had always have zero expectations, but something in my heart was like, you're going to have so much fun in this conversation and this flow. I am so grateful that you saw my I think someone tagged you in my post. My, my bestie, Brie Sealy, tagged Thank me. you, Brie, bestie. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to my guides for telling me to go post in Femmes finally. And thank you so much. Thank you. This was a pleasure. And I'm so happy that you gave me an opportunity to share any of my story with people. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Nikki and anyone listening, you know how I like to close, which is I hope you flow with the rest of your day with a little more peace for your mind, love for your body, and strength for your soul. And we'll see y'all later. Take care. Y'all, how divine was that flow? Am I right? (laughs) Be sure to go follow Nikki. She posts some really, really amazing divine experiences, just channel, just all the things. Even if you're not a model, she has some really powerful messages that come through. 
And yeah, I'm just stoked y'all were able to receive from that. I'd love to hear from you. DM me, leave a review, all of those things. Y'all know I love to connect with the community. And if you want to connect even further, I have a couple spots open for my single one-on-one sessions. I hold a few spots each month. Today is June. Today is June. It's the last week of June. So I think I have about two spots left in June, but you can also look for July. And then the last Wednesday of June, which is the 29th, there will be a Breathe and Be virtual breathwork session, community breathwork session, and another one the following week, which is the first week of July, first Wednesday of July. And if you are in the Bay Area, you can be sure to join the New Moon Circle in person, New Moon Circle on Monday the 27th. For all other amazing divine things that I will be offering, be sure to look at my Instagram or my website at Carolyn Healings or carolynhealings.com. Thanks y'all. See you next week for an episode about discernment. Take care with a little more peace for your mind, love for your body and strength for your soul. (laughs) 